Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Kate Constable with you on this Thursday. A lot to get to. Tommy Fleetwood at the open. He is on 18, tied for the lead at minus five. Meanwhile, Brooks Kepka is getting cursed out by our own Jake Hassan for missing some putts. <laughs> he finished his round one under that makes him tied for 10th. And then, of course, if you missed it, the FIFA Women's World Cup goes off with a stunner. Um, Co-host country New Zealand stuns Norway 1-0. And uh, Australia beats Ireland also 1-0, Kate. So exciting stuff in the sports world to get to. The other big story in the NFL... Saquon Barkley, he didn't get paid and people are saying, oh, you know, you're a running back. You don't have much leverage. You know, that that position, the guys are always injured. We're not going to pay you. So Saquon clapped back saying, here's what leverage I have. I could say you to the Giants. I could say you to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my worth? You want to show you how much how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. I won't play it down. And that's a play I can use. Anybody knows me. No, that's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has it something that crossed my mind. It's like I has never, to. I never thought I would ever do that. But like now, I'm at a point where it's like, Jesus, like I, I might have to take it to this level. Well, you could, but please just don't be Le'Veon Bell, where you do that, you sit out, you get your money, you come back, and you don't look like the same player. And before we know it. Oh, by the way, you're out of the NFL and your career just goes down the toilet, Kate. I mean, it would be a bad look for him. I do see where he's coming from. He is one of those players that can change a game, and he's a huge part of the fan base and that offense. Yeah, and Aaron, let's not forget, didn't Le'Veon Bell just come out and apologize for holding out over that whole deal? So it almost Oh, sounds he like regrets he it. Yes, totally regrets it. And I mean, that could be the case for Saquon Barkley. What I find just so fascinating about this whole situation is that it was, they couldn't come to an agreement over like $2 million, $2 million to an NFL organization. Why don't the giants just pay him? Like, right. Because all of a sudden your locker room is thrown up. Like, I would argue that Saquon Barkley is the leader of that team, not so much Daniel Jones. Sure, Daniel Jones is the quarterback leader of that offense, but in terms of the locker room, that's Saquon Barkley's locker room. And, and now the vibes in the locker room are maybe thrown off a little. Guys are upset based on how the Giants have treated this. Maybe some are upset with that way Saquon has. So just whatever side you're on, it's just – not conducive for a winning culture going forward. So it's just, I mean, I I couldn't necessarily blame him for sitting out. And what he said in that interview that this is not something that if you know me, something I want to do, it doesn't seem like he's the type of player to like want to stick it to his organization and kind of say F you. But with what we're seeing with the running back market, across the whole NFL like it almost feels like this is a bigger issue that he's kind of taking a stand on rather than just a disagreement in contracts between he and the Giants like maybe he's standing up and saying for all running backs going forward we need better contracts more value things like that um with Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard also kind of in the same situation yeah I'm glad you brought that up because I as I was looking up 
this Saquon Barkley story, I found another. That there is a, a league source told Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk that a group text chain has been formed with running backs in the NFL. It serves as a platform for these players to share their concerns, discuss potential strategies, and rally for improvements. Of course, this initiative on the heels of franchise tag players like Barkley of the Giants, like Josh Jacobs of the Raiders, and Tony Pollard of the Cowboys, who all failed to secure long-term deals by the deadline, and now they're all upset. So it, it is very interesting because just going back to Barkley alone, Daniel Jones, yeah, he's a running quarterback, but like there's not a lot of weapons there offensively. Saquon is such a big part of what they do. I didn't I, I wasn't a believer that Saquon would be able to recover from that injury and be as good as he was last year. I was totally wrong on that. And maybe this year he does get banged up. I don't know with that type of workload. But I'm with you. That extra two million just seems so petty to me. And it's going to be his value is going to be shown if he sits out because all of a sudden the run game is taken away from the Giants and you're relying solely on Daniel Jones in the passing game. And part of the reason Daniel Jones was able to find success last year is because Saquon took a lot of that attention. And the, I mean, they had an offense that had a strong passing game and a strong run game. So now you take one of those away and they're more um, predictable opposing defenses and knowing what they're going to be doing and that's a lot of pressure to put on Daniel Jones who is a fine quarterback not necessarily anything like stellar in the league but good and should take another step this season but now you're relying on him to basically do everything rather than leaning on your your top running back and a huge producer in your offense to kind of carry some of that load. Yeah, and I was already expecting the Giants to take a step back in what's already a very difficult division before this news. Now it's like, oof. I mean, you pointed it out. Also, just the divide in the locker room. They start losing some games. Saquon's holding out. Like, this could get ugly for them. And I don't know if they have the leadership, the veteran leadership on that team to really hold things together. So this is, I think this has got to, be a situation that gets done and it seems like because of the way some of these other running backs have been treated in Pollard as well you know and Jacobs that maybe Saquon does want to take somewhat of a stand to try to set a precedent for running backs and be like listen we're not going to get treated like this one other thing Aaron is uh, what if Saquon decides right before week one he wants to sign that that contract and be franchise tagged um, or sign that that deal. Um, can, will the Giants play him week one? Do they have to have some ramp up period? Do they have to you know get him conditioned a little? So all of a sudden maybe that's a way for him to kind of stick it to the Giants a little bit in terms of saying, okay, well I'm not going to play week one, but you're still going to have to pay mm -hmm. me. So it gets a little bit more money for his on field time, knowing that he's going to miss a week just because of that conditioning and ramp up period. I don't know. That would just kind of be a, a way for him to side eye the giants in a sense and get a little bit more juice for bang for his buck. Yeah. Well, moving on some more football talk. So we all know Shannon Sharp 
left his show with Skip Bayless, and now it seems like Sharp could be joining ESPN and debating with Stephen A. Smith, and Richard Sherman has emerged as a candidate to join Skip Bayless. For me personally, I don't know if Richard Sherman moves the needle all that much. Even just watching him, he seems so outspoken and controversial while he was playing. But watching him uh, on the Amazon Prime pregame and postgame shows on Thursday nights, I thought he was a little more low-key. I wasn't, like, wowed by him personally. But I do know he has a little bit of a history fighting with Skip Bayless, so it would be very interesting because I do think that's a guy who is genuine and where sometimes on these debate shows, you're wondering how much of this is a bit and an act and they're kind of playing into it. And I just see Richard Sherman could be that type of guy that actually would pop off on Skip Bayless. Yeah. It seems like he kind of has not two personalities, but what, I mean, I think back to when he yelled at Aaron Andrews or yelled in that interview with Aaron Andrews, um, when he was playing in Seattle talking about uh, Crabtree, Michael Crabtree, and, you know, who the guy is and, and all of that. So you have that Richard Sherman, and then you do have the one from Amazon, and there isn't anything big that I remember of him throughout those broadcasts last year. Like, he didn't stand out on those broadcasts. So He seemed toned on, down, right? Yeah. Like, he, yeah. I was expecting him to be this, like, loud. Big animated. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I was like, oh, wow, this is a chill version of Sherman I haven't seen. So if they're going to put him on um, with Skip, we need the version, the animated, loud, controversial version, not the buttoned up professional Amazon version that we saw throughout those broadcasts. But I, I do think that he could hand it to Skip. You know, he could he could argue very well with him, go toe to toe. You just want to see that every single day, every single show. And I'm not sure he has that. I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't get excited when I heard that. So don't love yeah. the move. I don't think it's going to boost ratings more than when Shannon Sharp, maybe eventually it'll be, you know, somewhat the same in terms of ratings, move. but I don't think it's going to move the needle all that much. A couple minutes yeah. left here. So <laughs> Johnny Menzel, we all know about, uh, his partying and all of that. Apparently, he's going to be in a yet-to-be-released documentary for Netflix called Untold, and it's going to be a series. And part of the uh, tease here is his off-the-field life, including a story that he was involved in a $5 million bender. Five, we're talking about Saquon and the Giants can't get to a two million. Imagine wasting five milli on a bender, Kate. I mean, that sounds like the hey, maybe your daughter's the next one to waste five mil on a bender. She sounds <laughs> no. like the partier. <laughs> no, <laughs> if there's any player that would do that, Johnny Manziel would be at the top of my list. Like, he just that that's who he is, is a party animal. Five million, though? I mean, Dennis I Dennis Rodman, Johnny Menzel, there's a handful of guys you could see blowing five million on a party. Sure. All right, Scotty Scheffler just finished his round with a birdie to finish minus one. And Fleetwood officially finished round one with a par on 18, tied for the lead at minus five. Man, Manzel, I, I actually will watch this one. Netflix is really pumping out some really good series lately and of course we are going to have the director Tim Rumpf 
of the Netflix series Quarterback coming up at 11. So I'm really looking forward to that. Coming up next at the top of the hour, today's MLB card. You're listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.